Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of Cheeseburgers and Marijuana. I'm your host, Chip Firefox. I figure since we're in the business now of trading human beings to other countries, I'd go ahead and formally request a trade to Canada right now. Send my fat ass on up there to fucking Saskatchewan or Moose Lake. That's actually a place in Canada. Look it up. Get some free insurance because I obviously still can't afford the mandatory now Biden care, which used to be Obamacare. How fucking stupid is that? That makes something mandatory that we can't afford to buy. And then put in a limitation to you only got one month to get it. Because after December 15th, your ass is out of fucking luck. That, I, who does that make sense to? I, I don't fucking know. Let's start the show. Kick it off with the news, our first article coming from NPR.org, that's National Public Radio for you youngsters out there. But, nah, I'm not going to explain what a radio is, most of you probably don't know. This is what podcasts used to be, it was on a radio, you had, you had to buy a little box, turn it on, yeah. alright, look it up. Alright, all I want for Christmas is Spam fi- Figgy Pudding, that's right. Spam has a uh, canned figgy pudding. It's uh, is it? the classic Spam's made with pork, sugar, water, salt, potato starts, and sodium nitrate, which keeps it, you know, from going bad. So you can eat it in fucking eighty years from now. This new seasonal Spam includes additional fig and orange flavors, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, ginger, and allspice. I mean, those are good flavors. But figgy pudding is pretty fucking disgusting when you mix everything together. I like to keep all those separate. What boggles my mind right now, it says the new seasonal spam includes additional flavors. So that means it still has the pork in it. So it's not just figgy pudding in a can, it's figgy pudding flavored spam. Which is probably the most disgusting thing I've ever heard of in my life. I just like I just threw up in my mouth a little bit right there. So like they took one of the most disgusting things already and then somehow made it worse. Like figgy pudding literally looks like a giant turd and it looks kind of jellyish inside, kind of like a fucking uh fruit cake on the inside of it and it tastes like a giant orange fig newton. So, yeah, it's not good to begin with, and then you're going to add canned pork flavor to it. Oh, good. It says you can cut it up and cook it just like Spam. I would imagine it's it's fucking orange and uh, fig-flavored Spam, which is fucking disgusting. You guys have literally just killed Christmas right there. And I hope Santa takes a shit down your chimney after eating your nasty, disgusting fucking figgy pudding. I can't wait to see what they do with the fruitcake, which is the next most disgusting thing at Christmas. So, other than using it for a brick, there's got to be some kind of weird fucking flavor they add to it that's going to make it just so much fucking more gross. I hate Christmas. Our second news story is from the Independent out in the United Kingdom. Those fucking uh, crazy wankers out there. Dolphins deliberately get high on pufferfish nerve toxins by carefully chewing and passing them around. When I saw this article, I thought, 
this is something I never thought I'd ever read in my life, but it's fucking awesome. Uh, dolphins are basically the potheads of the sea. And it shows that marijuana should be legal everywhere because dolphins are supposedly the most intelligent mammal next to humans, right? They do drugs too, so just like us, you know, it's, if they know what they're doing and it's a good idea, should be a good idea for us to do it too, right? So marijuana should be legal. Dolphins are fucking smart. Listen to them. It's, uh, then we go on the story. Dolphins are thought as, of as one of the most intelligent species in the animal kingdom. And experts believe they have put their ingenuity, I don't know how to say that word, ingenu, genuine, it's genuine, and then ingenuity, you know what I'm saying. Ingenuity, there you go. Maybe dolphins, dolphins definitely are smarter than me. We're not even going to say they might be, they are. Ingenuity to use in the pursuit of getting high. In extraordinary scenes filmed for a new documentary, young dolphins were seen carefully manipulating a certain kind of puffer fish, fish which, if provoked, reverses, releases a nerve toxin, and then they get high. I'm high, too. That's why I'm stumbling over words. You hit this fucking bowl again. Calm myself down. Dolphins are doing drugs in groups. And that it's just fucking awesome that they figured out. I love when they find uh, animals figure out how to get high. Like lemurs out in the jungle, get they get high by licking the fucking toads that uh, release psychedelic shit into them. It's hilarious. I've seen it before on documentaries. I gotta find this one of the dolphins getting high. Like what do dolphins think about when they're high? They're like, oh man, can you imagine being in a can of tuna or something like that? I don't know. Imagine if your blowhole was an eyeball. I, I don't know what do thoughts dolphins have. I know they like to get high, so they're cool with me, I guess. I need more fucking weed. Holy shit. Or a pufferfish. It's time for the jackass of the week, and it can only go to one man, and that is Jacoby Myers, the wide receiver of the New England Patriots. This isn't even just for yesterday, which was just absolutely abysmal. We'll get to that into a second. I just started on Thanksgiving against the Minnesota Vikings. Last play of the game, there's no time left. They're down by a touchdown. He catches the ball at midfield and then laid down in the middle of the field like he was trying to stop the clock. But you can't stop the clock because it's the middle of a play. You don't have any timeouts. There's no time on the clock. And even if there was, like, three seconds, Mac Jones and the rest of the team would have had to run 30 yards downfield to get up to you to spike the ball. It was fucking stupid. I yelled out when he did it. What the fuck is this guy doing? And then yesterday, when he just decided to take the ball and chuck it halfway across the field in a lateral attempt and literally threw it right to a Raider, the only player near the ball, Chandler Jones, who ran it back for the touchdown to end, win the game, no time left. If you haven't seen it, just look it up and watch it. It's the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. It is the worst play I've ever seen in my life. It is the dumbest play I've ever seen in my life. And I've watched it 30 times already because I'm so happy to see the Patriots lose just like that and just to look so awful every week. But holy fuck, Jacoby Myers is going to be one of the dumbest fucking football players I've ever seen in my life. Those two plays alone are just absolutely fucking ridiculous. And he said after the play, I didn't see Chandler Jones. I just saw Mac Jones. 
So he saw his five foot ten, you know, he's like six one quarterback who was five yards behind Chandler Jones, who's like six six, three hundred you know, three hundred pounds. You didn't see that giant tank of a man, but you saw the little fucking guy, Mac Jones, even further away from where you threw it. You're a fucking moron. Holy shit. He's either a moron or he was messing around with them fucking dolphins and the puffer fishers before the game and had no clue what the fuck was going on. But he is definitely a fucking jackass. That's right, it's once again time for Life Lessons with Chip Firefox, where I share answers to some of life's most important questions asked by you real listeners. Send your, uh, send, my, send your questions to me any way you can. I don't fucking know. TikTok. Facebook, if you have it. On here. I don't even know if you can send messages. I'm pretty sure you can send messages on Anchor.fm. You can even, uh, even send a voice message on here if you have the app. And I will play your question on the air. You can be on the fucking show with me. Kind of. Alright. My fiancé told me that my six-year-old daughter won't be allowed to attend our wedding. My daughter is everything to me. She will be allowed on my special day. How should I respond? Kick him in the nuts or in the vagina. I don't know. It doesn't say if this was a man or a woman. They didn't have a name on it. It was just a fucking question. Well, they had a screen name. I don't remember what it is. Should have wrote that down. I'm sorry. I have failed you guys. But kick him right between the legs, whoever the hell it is, and tell him you're not getting married. And honestly, you shouldn't want to marry somebody who doesn't want your daughter at your wedding, which means they don't want your child around, which means they don't want to be a part of your child's life either, which you really kind of have to if you're marrying somebody that has kids. So, yeah, kick them where the sun don't shine and fucking run because they don't deserve you. Does drinking soda after a heavy meal help with digestion? Yes and no. It depends on the soda, because if you drink like a giant bottle, and how you drink it, too. If you grab like a 20-ounce bottle of Coke and just fucking chug it, no, that's not going to help. That's going to make things worse. Trust me, I know from experience. The best it's the best soda, if you're going to drink soda, would be ginger ale, because it's lighter. It's not as heavy as everything else. And it's not really the soda at all. It's the carbonation. That's what helps. It settles the bubbling, settles your stomach and shit. That's been proven for years. That's actually why soda was created, was originally as a medicine. And then when prohibition happened and there was no alcohol, people started drinking more soda because it had that sugar and the pop, and then it became what it is now. But yeah, it's just really the carbonation. You can drink carbonated water. It doesn't fucking matter. It's the bubbles that are helping settle in your stomach, and you got to sip it too. You can't fucking chug it. It's not going to help if you do that. What is a non-fail munchie cure when high? And I picked this question because it is the best question I've been asked so far. Because if you have a question about marijuana-induced hunger, who better than to ask the guy whose show is fucking called Cheeseburgers and Marijuana? There's a lot of different ways you can look at this. I mean, I am a munchie expert. It depends at what you're, it really does depend on if you want, you get a sweet tooth, you want something salty, you want something meaty. I'm sure there's a better way to say than meaty, but you know, we said it. So it all depends on what you're looking for. Like if you want something sweet, peanut butter cups are the greatest. And you know, the peanut butter, you'll have a lot, 
it's stuck to your mouth and your fucking tongue and everything. So it's like you're it's like you're still eating it like ten minutes later. But honestly, if you want an actual answer, the number one greatest munchie is a giant bag of pretzels. And not the big pretzels, the mini pretzels, and I'll explain why. I like to eat chips when I'm high, I'm sure a lot of you do. They're nice, they're salty, they're crisp. Problem is you eat the whole bag in five fucking minutes. I've done it, you've done it, we've all done it, and it happens. Because you look at a bag of chips, there's probably 150 chips in the bag. Get a giant bag of the mini pretzels, there's like 500 fucking pretzels in that bag. It's going to take you longer to eat it. Then they're also fucking, they're thicker, so it's you know takes longer to chew each one. A chip, you can throw down 10 in one bite. You can't do that with the pretzels. Plus, they're extremely salty. And they're also drier, so it makes you thirsty. If you don't believe me, watch Seinfeld. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Again, I'm showing how old I am, because none of you probably know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. But, uh, yeah, and, and so you drink more liquid. So, again, that fills you up faster, so you're not eating as much as you would. You're not just picking at stuff for fucking hours because you're still hungry. Giant bag of pretzels can last you through your entire high. They're fucking fantastic. Trust me, you can thank me later. Next time you get high, get a big bag of pretzels. I'm probably going to go get one after I'm done doing this. Actually, that might be the name of my fourth book coming up. Would be uh, Chip in the Tremendously Big Bag of Fucking Pretzels. That should be the title of the fourth book. The third book is, of course, Douchebag Nation has not been released yet. Because i got to get a new computer before I type it up. It is written and ready to go. It'll definitely be available by next Christmas, you know. Hopefully it'll be available sometime in the summer. I don't fucking know, but just eat some goddamn pretzels. Yay! Looks like it's time to be a Marvel fanboy again. So I finally watched the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. I actually totally fucking forgot that it had already came out, so I had to re-up on Disney+. Plus. I thought it was hilarious. You know, it was short. I wish it was longer, but, you know, I understand it was just, you know, that little special leading in the next movie. It was, I thought it was hilarious. Some people aren't going to like it because it didn't deal with a lot of, you know, like, serious issues and shit. But I thought it was fantastic. Great Christmas um, theme and everything. Like, it showed you the meaning of Christmas and everything. It's probably going to be something I watch every year on Christmas now with uh, Mantis trying to give Peter a great Christmas because she, you know, wants to finally reveal that they're brother and sister, which was a fantastic moment, how Peter accepted Mantis, and that was his best... He doesn't have any family, so yeah, finding out he has a sister that he's been, you know, on a team with for years now and trust with his life, that's a great moment for him. I like that they had Yondu in a cartoon version showing him in his previous indications and continue. Yondu was a misunderstood character. He seemed like an asshole in the first, you know, movie and a half, but you knew deep down inside he was a great guy, and all that's being revealed since then. And when he was the father figure to Peter, just like I was hoping, like, literally the first two minutes of them together in Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, man, I really hope he comes out as, like, the father figure for this guy because it just seems fucking awesome. But, yeah, there's some, un there's some unanswered questions, like, um, how did Nebula get Bucky's arm to give the rocket for a Christmas present? Because she gave him Bucky's arm, so that's going to have to be addressed. Bucky is in the Thunderbolts coming up. Will he be there with one arm, or 
are we going to see what actually fucking happened? And, uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, I thought it was just a good, feel-good, uh, fun little fucking thing. Kind of looks like they're building a, you know, they're debuting some other characters like the dog and everything. They could be in a future version. They just said the, the Guardians of the Galaxy themselves are not guaranteed out of the MCU. They said this version of the Guardians. Now, there's, there's a lot of different fucking people who were Guardians, including Hercules, who we just saw debuted in Thor. So, who knows where they're going with that. Speaking of the Guardians, I saw the new trailer for the movie coming out and the final one, and it looks like a lot of people are going to die in this. It's going to be a very, very sad movie. And from what I've read, apparently they filmed death scenes for every member of the Guardians and multiple ones at that, so that way nobody knows what's actually in the movie and what's going to air. So no, nobody really knows right now, other than James Gunn probably, on who actually dies in these. But I could say from the trailer, it looks like a guarantee that Rocket is dead because they're building Rocket through the whole trailer, giving him that fucking, you know, redeeming arc. You know, that's what they always do. They build that guy right up to be in the great, perfect light, and then they kill him. So that's definitely what I think is going to happen to Rocket. He's saying, like, oh, I'm no, no more running and shit. We're going to fly off one more time. And they show him hugging, I think, another raccoon or a possum or something. So it's like maybe that was his family member or something before they did the fucking experiments on him. And then you see Peter just losing his shit. He's kneeling by a table, crying his eyes out. The only two people dying that he would react that way to are Rocket, who's his best friend, and Gamora. And Gamora's not there, so she's going to be in it as a Ravager, but she's not going to be with the group. So she, he wouldn't be there for her death, plus he's already dealt with her deal, dying before. He didn't act like that then, so... Plus, <clears throat> he's kneeling down at a table, which makes me to the small table, so it has to be Rocket. It's like probably a veterinarian's office, but... Pretty sure Rocket's dead. Um, Drax, I think, is gonna die, because they see, they see Mantis crying heavily, so Drax is her best friend, so he's probably gone. And, um... It doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't look good for Nebula because you see her in two scenes in the commercial the trailer. The first one, she get her hands up her head, screaming in joy and leading a group cheering. Nebula's not a happy person, so uh, her being happy at all in the movie kind of doesn't strike me as a good thing. Plus, then we see her again the next time. Adam Warlock's on top of her, and he's literally just pounding the shit out of her face. So I... I think she may die. I'm probably going to lose it and cry my eyes out. I fucking love Nebula, but not looking good for her or most of the Guardians in general. I think there's a good chance they may all die. So and I also think there's a good chance at the end of it that Nova finally shows up because he is another of the new Guardians. So you'll have Nova, the dog, I think. Is the dog named Comet or Cosmo or something like that? And then Hercules and maybe some other people will uh, be in the new Guardians. Because I don't think they're going to get rid of the Guardians of the Galaxy in the South. They still need somebody to deal with space uh, coming up in the MCU. So, but yeah, very excited for it. Can't wait to fucking see it. Hope Kevin Bacon is in the new movie, too. He said he'd see him again at Easter. I don't think they'll be alive by then. But Kevin Bacon needs to uh, move forward in the MCU as a character. Now, 
for the inspirational quote of the week. If you're an asshole today, there's a good chance you'll be an asshole tomorrow. With New Year's Eve coming up, everybody's going to start thinking their resolutions. You know, whether you want to lose weight or make more money or find love or be a better person, you still have to put in the effort. You can't just say, I want to be a better person and then hope to wake up tomorrow and not still be a fucking asshole. You actually have to put in effort to try and make a real, honest change when you're going for a resolution. Just remember that, because if not, you're still going to be a fucking asshole. This is a new segment called I'm Dead Inside, where I'm basically just going to take a shit on myself and make fun of the stupid things that I've said or done in my life. Because I just got to remind you people that it's all right to say and do stupid things. Sometimes we all fucking do it. And it's also all right to criticize yourself for it and to laugh at the stupid shit that you do. So obviously, you can tell by the name of my fucking podcast that I love cheeseburgers. They're my most favorite food in the entire world. And I'm going to eat them until the day that I fucking die. And the quarter pounder with cheese is my favorite burger in the world. I've had to have had at least a thousand of them in my lifetime at this point. And it wasn't until this week when I saw a commercial for it, the guy was eating the burger and they were explaining what's on it. And, you know, we all know the fucking burger and the cheese and the ketchup and the onions. And then he said mustard. And I stopped and I was like, what the fuck is he talking about mustard? There's no mustard on a quarter pounder with cheese. I've eaten a thousand of them. In fact, I make burgers like them when I'm at work for myself, and I only put on cheese, ketchup, and onions, because that's the only thing on a quarter pounder with cheese. Looked it up, and I thought I was like, fucking they changed the goddamn recipe, started putting mustard. And so I literally typed in, when did they start putting mustard on the quarter pounder with cheese? The answer I got back was that there's been mustard on it for the entire time since the original burger. I've had a thousand of those burgers... Not once can I remember tasting mustard or seeing mustard or thinking there's mustard on the fucking burger. And it, you know, I felt like a complete fucking moron, dumbfounded. I'm glad I didn't make a post on Facebook about it to out how fucking stupid I am. But now I'm letting it go, you know, because I am totally dead inside. So it doesn't matter if anybody makes fun of me or if I make fun of me because I don't fucking feel anything. I also apparently don't taste anything either because mustard is a pretty easy flavor to taste and I never fucking knew that there was mustard on the goddamn thing. There's also a good possibility that it could just be from all the concussions and the marijuana I smoke and the early onset CTE that's coming, you know. Why I didn't know there was mustard on the burger, but who the fuck knows. Let's do some useless facts about Christmas. Uh, so this is the 10 Highly Unusual Facts About Christmas by some douchebag named Luke Ward. Fuck you, Luke. Over half of American pet owners will buy gifts for their furry friends this Christmas, spending an average of $46. That sounds about right. Everybody I know that owns a pet is fucking crazy and would spend that much money on their pet. Pets don't know it's fucking Christmas. They don't know how much this shit costs. You give them a fucking half-eaten slipper that they've been chewing on all goddamn day and just happen to turn their back. 
forget where it was. They're going to think that's a gift. They're going to be fucking thrilled. There was a town in India called Santa Claus. That's, that's a little weird, but all right. Santa Claus, India. That's, that's just... I don't know why that's so fucking absurd to me. It just is. Based on St. Nick, Santa was once a pale, thin figure, the red robe... White bearded Santa of today was to vote for a Coca-Cola campaign. That's, yeah, St. Nicholas had red hair, for fuck's sakes. And he was also a kid when he started. Two weeks before Christmas is the most popular time for couples to break up. That makes a lot of fucking sense. With Christmas Day being the least popular. Of course, why wouldn't you break up before Christmas? You realize that you forgot to buy or something, or you don't have money to buy or something, you just fucking break up. You're not going to break up on Christmas, you know, they're going to take the fucking gifts back that you, they bought for you. I once broke up with a girl the day before Valentine's Day. It was also her birthday, so. <laughs> Doubly an asshole. Ask me if I care. I don't. Because it's on the previous segment you found out. I'm dead inside. Despite the tale of three wise men, the Bible never gives a number. Matthew's gospel refers merely to wise men. I don't give a shit. It really doesn't, though? That's weird. I've never read any of this stuff. I just know it's been three wise men since I was a child. That's all I've ever heard. So That's weird. Washington Irving created the image of Santa's sleigh. His popular story spawned a Christmas revival in America. I have no idea who the fuck Washington Irving is. It doesn't even say what year that was. The Puritan Pilgrims renounced Christmas from 1659 to 1682. It was actually a crime to celebrate. Good for them. Good for them. Standing their ground for all of 23 years. They give it in because they wanted stuff. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was created in 1939 as an advert for a department store. Absolutely. He was just a cardboard cutout in the window to advertise Christmas shopping. And somebody saw it and loved it, and they bought the rights to it. What how much those guys got for it? Probably not nearly as much as they should have. Rudolph has got to be, like, close to a billion-dollar, like, brand, right? The Bible doesn't mention a day for Jesus' birth. Many historians believe it was in spring. Cool. I don't care. Visit every child on Christmas Eve, Santa would have to travel at 3,000 times the speed of sound, visiting over 800 homes per second. Yeah, we know it's fucking impossible. Anybody over the age of five knows that, knows that it's fucking impossible, even with this kind of technology, to deliver presents to everybody in the entire world. Because Santa's not fucking real. And I mean this with all due sincerity from the bottom of my heart to Luke Ward, who wrote that article. Go fuck yourself. Those were horrible fucking facts. Those were basically just a bunch of useless common knowledge things that you remember. Some of them didn't even have fucking dates on them. Should probably do some more fucking research, Luke. Douchebag. Aw, shit. We've reached the useless MySpace quiz of the week. It's the 25 Days of Christmas Challenge. I don't know what's so challenging about answering fucking questions. Favorite Christmas movie? Love Actually. That's always going to be it. That was it last week. It'll be it this week. 
That'll be it next week when we do the fucking Christmas uh, podcast. Love Actually. Great Christmas movie. I don't care if they're all fucking British and from the United Kingdom. Don't care. Your 2012 Christmas wish list. That was a long goddamn time ago, and I've, as we've, you know, covered, I've had a lot of concussions and smoked a lot of weed. I'm going to hit my bowl again right now. And yes, it is an old survey, but it was posted in 2016, so 2012 is a little weird. Uh, the only thing on my list that year was a certain big-breasted girl that I worked with. I tried so hard to make that work with her in that it just did not work, so my wish list was empty. I do remember getting a Dwight Smith Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey at a uh, Secret Santa gift-giving, so that was a good gift that year. Didn't get late, though. Uh, when and how did you learn that Santa wasn't real? I don't remember. Somebody must have told me, and I just accepted it. I remember when I was a kid that my parents went to great lengths to keep me from finding out he wasn't real. Because on Christmas Eve one night, I got up to go to the bathroom, and the door was closed, and the light was on. And everybody was in their beds, because I checked, because that was a random thing that I did when I was a little kid. I don't fucking know. I was a kid. Give me a fucking break. But yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, favorite Christmas song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. Best gift you ever received. Um, I, I don't fucking know. You know, when I was a little kid, you got great gifts all the time. But as you grew older, like me, you know, and you're single all the time, you don't get a lot of gifts. So it's any gift is awesome. This year, I've so far got a TV, which I've never had a smart TV. I've had the same HD TV for 12 fucking years. It was just garbage. And I got an Undertaker Funko Pop for my brother today. So I got a cookbook for my other brother. So it's been a good Christmas so far, yeah. I do. Most memorable, probably when I was six, and I got the, uh, etch, etch, not etch a sketch, ah, spirograph. It's a giant circular thing, you put the colored, like, marker in, and you spin it around, and it spins paper, and it draws on spirals and shit. Look it up. I wanted that so bad. Uh, your favorite tree ornament? I don't have a tree, so I don't. Probably the star... I mean, I, I don't even really know what kind of ornaments are out there anymore. I think popcorn is stupid, candy cane stupid. Gonna be actual ornaments. Food shouldn't be on there. I know it's a tradition and shit, but it's 2022. Kids aren't dying for dying to get an orange on Christmas anymore because they haven't had food in three years. Uh, your most memorable Christmas, again, I don't know, when you get older and you don't have kids... They all just fucking blend together. It's almost as if I never was a kid because you look back and it just seems like you're remembering a movie or something. It's so long ago. Post a picture of your Christmas decor. I mean, I'm going to fucking post a picture on a podcast, but I also have no Christmas decor. Easiest person to buy for my older brother who bought me the Undertaker Funko Pop. Because we have the same mindset. We both love comic books and Legos and shit. So I usually just order him some comic 
themed Lego online. This year I got him a... Whatever Baby Yoda's name is from The Mandalorian. And there was another guy with him. I don't watch that shit. So obviously I don't watch it because I don't know what his fucking name is. But he likes it. Favorite holiday scent. Oh, fuck. I love pumpkin. But I also love gingerbread. Eggnog's really good too. I still gotta go with pumpkin even though it's not a Christmas scent. Uh, favorite Christmas tradition. I don't really have one. I don't, you know. They're all fun. But there's a, like, I'm pretty sure Christmas would still be great even without all those traditions that we have. Fuck, this is taking forever. We're gonna have to run through these. Wrapping paper and gift bag. Wrapping papers. Do I look like a fucking douchebag to you? Favorite Christmas book. I don't have one. I only read comic books. Real artificial tree. I don't have one, but if I did, it would be fake. Because I don't want to catch it on fire. The best gift you've given. The gift of laughter. I give the gift of laughter 365 days a year. You all know that. It's the most important gift you can give anybody. Hardest person to buy for. Um, my sister. I t- only sister I have. Didn't have to buy gifts for female children at every age now because she's like 17 now so I've had to buy her every year it gets harder and harder you know until she was like 10 it was easy just any pink toy or and then after that was just a bunch of art supplies I don't think she fucking draws at all but you know plenty of pencils and paint sets uh, what a fuck am I Post a picture of a Christmas card. I, how am I going to post a fucking picture? When do you open gifts? Whenever I see people, I go... I have like three different Christmases, so I'm pretty sure I haven't opened a gift on Christmas itself in like fucking five years now because I have so many different Christmases. I usually just spend Christmas by myself getting high and relaxing because I don't... It's a one day a year I don't have to deal with people. I know that may sound sad to you, but it's fantastic to me. I've already had one Christmas already. Met him another one on Thursday, so. <clears throat> uh, favorite stocking stuffer. Candy was always my favorite or little toys. Favorite, favorite Christmas meal, uh, lasagna. We went through that last week. Do you travel for the holidays? Yes, all the time. I went to Ellsworth last week. I'm going to Boston this week. Eggnog or chocolate? chocolate. Eggnog. Fucking love Eggnog. Ellsworth is in northern Maine, by the way, for some of you people listening. Well, not really northern Maine. It's technically mid-coast, but it's north from me. Your plans for Christmas 2000. Why are these still 2012? Favorite Christmas Eve tradition. Uh, Fucking, I don't know. Watching, uh... Everything closing early. I got to work on Christmas Eve this year. I close at 3 in the afternoon, which is fucking fantastic. That's my favorite tradition. Fuck, that was eight minutes I'll never get back in my life. Thanks again for listening to Cheeseburgers and Marijuana. We'll be back again here next week. Remember to like, subscribe, follow, and share here on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
I think that was all of them. Wherever the fuck you can listen to a podcast to. I don't fucking know. There's a lot of different places you can listen to this podcast on. You can also give me uh, your response and advice and comments on the show on Spotify, which I think is pretty cool. Nobody said shit so far, but... Uh, buy the books Cheeseburgers and Marijuana and Grape Soda Monthly, the se- which it's a sequel. Both available on Amazon.com. No, they will not show up before Christmas now. You missed the boat. But you can use those Amazon gift cards you're going to get for some lazy fucking aunt who doesn't know anything about you. Buy my books. You're going to love them. It'll help me out. Just fucking do it. Uh, yeah, we'll be back on Christmas with a special Christmas podcast as we just sadly revealed that I like to spend Christmas by myself. I'm not the Grinch, but I do like being by myself. Or Ebenezer Scrooge, whatever that fucking douchebag's name is. Bill Murray played him in a movie once. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to donate plasma for the first time in my life. They pay a hundred bucks a pop at a CSL Plasma. That's fantastic. But I get to help people. I get to save lives, making me a finally a fucking real-life superhero. I cannot wait. I'm probably going to pass out and die, though. So if I do survive this tomorrow, we'll see you next week. If not, go fuck yourselves. Donate plasma to save me.